I said, well, hell, I got it going on then. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Reload Podcast. I am joined by Dustin Ragusa, as always. I am Kyle Boone. Dustin, what's going on, man? How are you? Doing pretty well. Just yeah. uh, ready for homecoming, ready to see if uh, Cowboys can turn it around against Texas. What yeah. about you? Yeah, no, same, same. I have, uh, I've enjoyed the off week. Um, Jackson LaVarnway and I went to the Kansas State game in Manhattan, and it was... Uh, predictably awesome. The game was not great. Um, <laughs> it was weird seeing OSU kind of lay over and, and die uh, against Kansas State, which I thought was a significantly worse team. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to homecoming. In fact, PFB will be on site at homecoming this weekend. So that should be fun. Uh, I'm excited to see the PFB team and some of our readers and and maybe even our listeners, which will be which will be really really cool. So you'll be you'll be in Stillwater this weekend too, right? Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be uh, I'll be swinging by the tailgate. So um, not exactly sure what time yet, but I'll definitely be there. So before before we move on, was Manhattan pretty cool? It's one of the Big Twelve cities I haven't been to. It was really cool. Um, we went to so I wish we could have stayed longer. Um, we got in Friday evening and uh, we stayed one night in Topeka, and then we drove from Topeka on Saturday morning up to uh, Manhattan. So on Friday night we went to a place called Blind Tiger. Okay. Um, and it was everything I ever wished Tulsa had. Um, it was like. <laughs> a brewery and um it was like a really nice just like kind of like a buffalo wild wings but like an actual restaurant it it wasn't just wings like they actually had wings um jackson got a burger i got a massive chicken fried steak um, sounds awesome we got some cheese fries that um that rivaled eskimo joe's i don't know Whoa. If i don't know if they're as good as eskimo joe's but they were really they were huge. I mean, the serving size, like we, I finished the, the cheese fries and basically took my entire, uh, chicken fried steak home. So, um, <laughs> but it was, it was awesome. So the trip was cool. Um, the game day atmosphere was cool. And, um, so yeah, I don't, I, I don't know how much I can praise, uh, Manhattan more than, than I already did, but it was, it was a cool experience and driving, um, that far was probably the worst part of it, but hanging out with Jackson and making the trip, it was worth it. It was really cool. So have yeah, you ever been to Manhattan? A, no, I heard it's a really cool town. I, yeah. I think I told you I was supposed to go, yeah. uh, this year, but I had a change of plans, yeah. but, um, it's, I heard it's really cool. A lot of people when uh, at the first job I had out of college, there was a lot of K-State grads yeah. and they always talked it up a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. I wish we could have stayed in Manhattan, but. Like one, we didn't know if it was going to be a morning or night kick until right. uh, the week before, so it was like hard to book a a um, a hotel or a place to stay like close to the area. And two, it was Kansas State's homecoming, which made it like even more difficult to find a place to stay. So we could have found like a two hundred dollar two star hotel that was like twenty <laughs> minutes away, 
and so uh we just we booked possibly get killed yes possibly so we just we just kind of went the safe route like i think we spent like 100 bucks at a hotel in in topeka and it was a cool little spot um just on the way there so it was it was nice i would definitely do it again I definitely enjoy the um, the home games more, so I'm looking forward to this weekend covering it uh, live. Uh, I don't like getting home at 2 a.m., but um, <laughs> but other than that, uh, I, d- I definitely like Boone Pickens Stadium more. I think it's a it's a cool experience, um, especially growing up an OSU fan. I think it's it's uh, it's kind of surreal covering OSU as a as a media member. So. Um, before we get into this week's pod, because we have a lot to get to just as far as uh, Mike Boynton continues to churn out fantastic content for the uh, for the website, uh, we need to get to uh, our ad read for this week. So uh, you may have heard the news that there's a new tax bill in town, but do you know how it affects you? Angel, Johnston, and Blasting Game does. Their firm of 10 CPAs and 22 total employees is one of the largest in central Oklahoma. They've been hard at work all summer, all fall, calculating how these changes will affect hardworking cowboys just like yourself. So give Cameron or Evan a call at 405-224-6363 or visit their website, ajb-cpas.com. Again, that's 405-224-6363. So, Ragu, um, some things have happened on the basketball recruiting trail. Uh, you you proved to be an oracle of Oklahoma State basketball <laughs> recruiting, and I have an egg on my face, which is like not that big of a surprise, I guess. But uh, Marcus Watson, a four-star prospect in the class of 2019, committed to Oklahoma State this past weekend. Woo! I did not think it was going to happen. Um, and, in fact, <laughs> We have evidence that I didn't think it was going to happen. We did like a predictions post, and and of course, like I think Cox, myself, Porter, all the Kyles, all proved to be wrong. Uh, you were right. You predicted that he would come to Oklahoma State. Yeah. So um, I will let you relish in your um, in your <laughs> oracleness. So uh, talk to me about Marcus Watson. The guy's an absolute stud. Six six. Two four seven had twenty four seven has a list at two oh five, but I've seen a lot of articles saying he's up to like two fifteen now, which is a good size. I mean, that's just a little bit smaller than uh than uh McGriff. So he's a solid dude, great ball handler, and just as you've seen from the highlight video you posted in your uh in your post and from some of the ones I've posted, the dude can jump out the gym. He's got insane hops. Great body control. Uh, even when he can't get the dunk, he's going to finish with a nice layup. He's been working on his shot. Apparently, he wasn't that great of a shooter um, when he first, like, kind of sophomore, freshman year of high yeah. school. But he, you can tell he's been working on it. The dude can knock it down from the perimeter, and then he he gets after it on defense. So you like the hustle. But I, I think it's a great pickup. Um, I'm not really sure how it's going to work, which you and I have talked about. They don't really have any scholarships right now, but obviously Boynton has something in mind. But the dude is sick. I compared him to uh, like a Jason Richardson or Jalen Brown type. Um, both of those guys are really good at basketball. So if he turned into anything close to that, that would be pretty awesome. But I'm, I'm pumped, as you could probably tell from – how I'm talking about him. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I think that um, actually I really like 
Did you say Jason Richardson or Josh Richardson? Jason Richardson for Golden State dunk contest champ. Yeah, yeah. Also yeah. could shoot the three though. Yeah, I was thinking of Josh Richardson from uh, from the Heat, who I think from Tulsa. Yeah, I was gonna say I think yeah. he's a local guy, but um, I like that too. He's uh, I I like that comp. I like I like the Jason Richardson comp too, but Josh Richardson, just a freak athlete, um, kind of like a prototypical like three and D guy. Do you think that Watson is like a three and D guy, or or am I like maybe putting him in too small of a box? Like, does he have a chance to be like a go to score like alpha dog on a really good NCAA tournament team? I think I think he has the potential. Yeah. I don't think he would come in freshman year and be that, but he definitely. You can tell from the film on him, and there's quite a bit actually if you look on YouTube, but he can handle the ball pretty well. Yeah. For for a guy with that kind of body type, that kind of bruiser, uh, big body, you know, get in your face defense type of guy. Yeah. So I could definitely see it, but man, where he lives is the fast break, and you know Boynton likes to run. So there's gonna be a lot of pistols firing tweets with a you know, Absolutely. emoji O face and a gif of him slamming it in Galgriva. So it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. So, um, so Watson is actually ranked highest of the uh, commitments in the 2019 class for Oklahoma State. Two four seven Sports has him ranked as the number 45 overall prospect in 2019. Uh, the number four player at his position. Two four seven Sports composite, which kind of uh, compiles all the uh, recruiting analytics and, and ESPN rivals two four seven. I think there's more, but I may be missing one. I think they throw ESPN in there, right? Yeah, ESPN. Um, it, it combines all of them and formulates its own ranking. So the two four seven Sports composite has them as a uh, top seventy player, a four star prospect, and a top ten player at his position. So this guy is is a stud. You know, he had twenty offers. He's out of Georgia, and um, so I went on. I went on. A, actually, did a radio hit today for um, Jeremy Poplin at Buzz Tulsa, and he asked me, like, you know, just kind of what's what's the update with uh, Mike Boynton and Oklahoma State's recruiting, and I kind of made the point that if you are an outsider trying to figure out what OSU is doing to be successful on their recruiting trail, you'd almost think it's fishy because. <laughs> like this random blue chip recruit from Georgia uh, committed to Oklahoma State. And you're like, well, what do you mean? He's like not even in the region. Uh, Georgia Tech was offering him and, and was considered the favorite for a long time. Uh, Oregon was after him. And so like all these really high major schools and specifically from his like region area uh, were after him. But he is Mike Boynton's cousin. I think people kind of forget about that, and it's probably worth reiterating that uh, I think they have a pretty special connection. OSU was the fourth program to offer him during his recruitment process early in 2017 before he kind of became a national commodity, and um, and that really paid off. I think Boynton has, um, in this in this specific case, really made an effort to uh, value him not only as you know obviously a family member but as a prospect. And and it paid dividends. So Boynton just continues to roll, and like I said, he's just like endless content. I mean, everything he does like touches to gold of late. Um, so I I can't I don't know. I could probably talk for twenty minutes about Boynton well, and his success. 
Well, we can't even like keep up. You and I are like sending these tweets to each other, and it's like, <laughs> who's gonna get it up? I know, <laughs> but yeah, yeah it, I I think it's so cool just to hear Watson talk about you know the trust factor, him trusting yeah. Coach Boynton, him you know Mike never really changing the story he was feeding to Marcus, and it's just, it's just really cool to hear that they respect this guy that much, these recruits, and it's awesome. I also think the. I think him and you might know better than me, but I think him and Contra- uh, Contravious Jones, yeah, who big man for Oklahoma State this yep. year, new guy. He's from Macon, Georgia, and they're not that close cities uh, to Buford, but from their Twitter interactions and stuff, it seems like they're close. They might know each other and have some history. I think that might be a little underplayed. Uh, that that might have contributed a little bit because. Yeah. Those guys are like always tweeting at each other and stuff. Not that I'm trolling their Twitter, which I am, but um, that's recruiting. So no, so I think I think that's cool. And then yeah. I think you know just seeing we talked about it kind of when we were talking about Dax Hill and the Nike the opening, just the relationships that you have with these other top recruits. Right. I think he sees the Boone twins. He sees Avery Anderson. He's like, hey, these guys are good. I like what Oklahoma State's future looks like. Why would I want to go to Georgia Tech when they don't even have a commit in the 2019 class? Right. And I can go, yeah, when I can <laughs> go to Oklahoma State and play with some absolute studs and for my cousin, who's also a really cool guy. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And and Watson has made several visits to Oklahoma State. So there's a chance that like he and Contravious just built up a rapport. That's uh, true during his campus visits. Like I know for sure he made at least two unofficial visits and he made an official visit for, I believe it was the Boise state game. So he's been on campus a handful of times. I'm sure he's like probably in good graces with, with the, with the team there. And and they probably hosted him multiple times. So that's, that's a good point though. Like the fact that, um, that Watson obviously has a Google machine and can see what OSU has coming back. He can see what OSU has um, coming in just with the 2019 class. And he can see that Boynton, obviously, a lot of a lot of players want to play with him um, or play for him. Uh, Marshall Scott, our beat writer at PFB, made a, made a really good point and, and wrote a really good story about um, just why players want to play for Boynton. And... It's really interesting because every every time you ask a player or recruit why they why they picked Oklahoma State, uh, they they point to Boynton. And I'm gonna read you this from from Watson. He had an interview with Rivals and um, and explained why he committed to Oklahoma State. He says, "I am choosing Oklahoma State because of Coach Mike Boynton. He was always <laughs> honest with me and never promised anything." He always told me that if I were to go there and do what I'm supposed to do, that I will have a lot of success in their program. He has been there since the beginning and was one of the first coaches to recruit me. To recruit me, I feel like I can trust him. Um, and a lot has been said about Boynton. Just like he has not only vocalized that he loves recruiting, but he's really backed it up. You know, I mean, like they had a, a signature win during the conference season uh, last year. And then they get back late at night and he goes to visit the Boone twins and the Boone twins are just raving about it because he clearly makes an effort. He clearly cares. Um, and I, I think a lot that that goes a long way just um, just with recruits because 
they want to know that they feel wanted and you can make them feel wanted during the week, but make bending over backwards like that. Um, just little examples. I think, I think probably, uh, goes a lot farther than, than maybe what we said. I don't know. I've never been a top 100 recruit. So you tell me, (laughs) does that matter or no? No, I think it does. It's just so cool. Like you reading that just to hear these guys and how much they like coach Boynton. It just makes me so optimistic for the future. Yeah, He's really likable. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to get unlikable as right. time goes on. So it's just going to keep – he, you know, it's a snowball effect, which, you know, people use that analogy all the time with recruiting, specifically talking about, you know, Gundy and landing a right. big recruit and kind of snowballing from there. But it's already started with Boynton. And it's just going to keep rolling from here. And the success on the court just adds to it. I'm really excited. If we can keep Mikey B, you know, for a long time, then – Oklahoma State basketball is going to be a successful program. Yeah, got to keep an eye on that uh, South Carolina job. Make sure Frank Martin has a a 20-year contract in place. Yeah, give him the Travis Ford deal. Yes, yes. Uh, Let's hear one word from our sponsor, one final word, and then we will wrap up. I have some questions about the 2019 class and what that looks like moving forward. Uh, You may have heard the news that there's a new tax bill in town, Ragu, but do you know how it affects you? Angel, Johnston, and Blasting Game does. They've got a firm of 10 CPAs uh, with 22 total employees. That's one of the largest in central Oklahoma. They've been hard at work all summer, all fall, uh, calculating how these changes are going to affect hardworking cowboys just like yourself. So if you've got any questions about the new tax bill, feel free to give Cameron or Evan a call, 405-224-6363, or visit their website, ajb-cpas.com again that's 405-224-6363 and ask for Cameron or Evan um so big picture ragu this 2019 class is um super solid i wrote i wrote an article for pfb making the case that this may be the best recruiting class ever um it's top 10, so it's not like nationally ranked the highest that, that OSU's ever had. I believe it was 2005 when OSU had the number one class in the country. But on a per-player average, uh, recruiting ranking-wise, it actually ranks the highest. 2005, they I believe they had nine commitments. So they basically recruited a, an entire team, um, which kind of, I guess... Uh, a little bit skewed the overall ranking. So most most teams, I guess, would probably recruit five or six players at max. Um, but where do you think this this class stands in the hierarchy of like best recruiting classes ever? Am I am I wrong in thinking this is maybe the best of all time? No, I th- I think it's definitely up there. I think it's if it's not one, it's definitely two or three. Yeah. The. I mean, Caleb Boone, Avery Anderson, and Marcus Watson are three absolute studs. I'm actually surprised that Watson isn't a five-star. I mean, the dude's one of the favorites to win Georgia Player of the Year, and I know we talked about this off the pod, but uh, the Georgia Gatorade Player of the Year, some recent winners, Jalen Brown, uh, Wendell Carter. My uh, gosh. A a little bit farther back, but Derek Favors, and then even farther back, Dwight Howard. I feel like – People have heard those names before, and this guy might win that award. So Jalen Brown, top three pick. Uh, Dwight Howard, number one pick, right? 
Um, he was up, yeah, I mean, straight out of high school too. So yeah, uh, there, yeah. I Wendell think Carter all, was seventh. Wendell Carter was top ten last year. Those yeah. are those are some dudes. I mean, Derek Favors has had a solid career. Jeez. Yeah, killed the Thunder last season in the playoffs. <laughs> I remember witnessing that. That was bizarre. Yeah, I'm glad Watson didn't follow uh, Favors' path and go to Georgia Tech. But true. I mean, and Anderson's great. The and then Keelan Boone's good too. He's not as highly rated as these guys, but he's a stud yeah. as well. And these guys are going to be able to come in and with how Oklahoma State's roster is kind of shaking out right now, they're probably going to be asked to play early. Yep. And I think they're going to succeed. And that'll just kind of go to prove your point that this might be one of the best recruiting classes of all time. I mean, we'll have to see it play out, but I definitely think it could be. And I don't feel shaky about putting my stamp of approval on this class and thinking that they're going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. So since I guess since Watson committed, they moved up to, I think it was number nine or number 10 in the national rankings. They're now down to number 11, so someone yeah, has, 11. has moved up. Um, but so here's here's where they stand in the national rankings. Marcus Watson, four-star recruit, rated 97.39 by 247 Sports, uh, which is the 69th best prospect in the country in 2019. Caleb Boone, four-star prospect, 95.45. Uh, he is the number 98 prospect in the country. Avery Anderson rated 93.74. Again, a number four-star prospect rated number 126 in the country. And then Keelan Boone, uh, who many would consider to potentially be like a centerpiece of a recruiting class. He's ranked as a three-star prospect, um, 88.46 by 247 Sports. And number two, three, two, um, nationally at his position or nationally, um, overall. So the class is, is overall really, really solid. I really I mean, like this class. That's four guys in the top two fifty. Yeah. That that's insane. It's, it's really good. And more importantly, two top 100 recruits, um, yeah. and, and three top one thirty. And they kind of they're kind of covering you know the whole floor because mm-hmm. Anderson's a combo guard, but he can run the one. Yep. Then you've got Keelan, who's more of a wing. Marcus Watson, who could probably play the three or four, just like with his frame, I think he could put on more weight. And then yep. Caleb can play down low and stretchy outside. So I mean, those four guys could be on the floor at the same time. Yeah, it's insane. They they really have covered all their bases. Um, Last year, I think they they missed out on a shooting guard that ended up at at Memphis. I think it was um, a shooting guard. I want to say Anthony Simons, but I don't I don't think that's right. Um, but they they have really covered their bases just as far as basically recruiting at every position. And OSU is going to be really young this year. Um, obviously, oh Antoine Jones was his name, by the way. Antoine okay. Jones. He he had committed to OSU before. Decommitted when when Lamont Evans was impl- implicated in the FBI scandal. Um, so he would have been a, a freshman this year. So that's that's something that they kind of have covered in this class with Marcus Watson, who's a shooting guard. I I see him playing potentially more as a as a small forward. I mean he's six foot six. Um, yeah. So I'll be curious to kind of see how he goes there. But Isaac likely next year is is going to be a, a sophomore. Um, you've got your, you mean, you talking about the big 12 newcomer of the year? <laughs> you, you think, Hey, you, 
I'm just I'm just throwing out takes over here, dude. I'm not opposed to that. I actually like that. He's he's uh, definitely going underrated. Like not not a lot of people are talking about him. Yeah, he was one of my favorite recruits. And then just watching him in those Europe games on that weird stream uh-huh. where they labeled us as Oklahoma, he looked really good. <laughs> uh, he he's drawn a lot of praise this preseason. Like I think he's like a legit leader, um, which is like fairly. It sounds cliche, but as a freshman, I think that's pretty difficult to do. And he's won over the locker room. Like as as a true freshman, I think there's something to be said for that. So I really like Isaac Likely. He's six foot four. Uh, he's he's thick. A, yeah, two thick, C's. Thick with two C's. <laughs> um, but yeah, like overall, the the roster next year, this this upcoming season, it it might be rough. Like they were picked to finish last in the Big Twelve. Um, for a reason, I think. Like, I wouldn't dispute that they should probably finish last. Um, I'm I'm open to Boynton surprising everyone, but just based off what they have, just experience-wise and total production, like, it makes sense. But next year, you bring in, like, a pretty talented freshman class coupled with a pretty talented sophomore class, and you've got a lot of potential. Um, 2020 is kind of shaping up to be, like, the year where they could, like, really make a strong leap. Are they going to win the Big 12 in 2020? Do I need to book my Final Four tickets like right now? Man, they might. <laughs> they're, they're I saw Cade Webb like he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm booking my Final Four tickets for t- <laughs> like 2021. I'm like, I'm not opposed to that. I'm kind of on board. It's it's so exciting, especially you know the lot. You know, Boyd's been shipping some offers out this week. They yeah. got some guys visiting, and it's just with how the football season's been going, it's kind of a nice like, man, you know basketball (laughs) they're gonna be awesome um not this year but you know in the future and it's just kind of a bright spot in a dreary football season so it's it's just really cool yeah i totally agree i agree um so i've been talking to some hashtag sauces this past couple days i've got a list of visitors for this weekend are you ready to be uh blown away yeah okay uh unofficial visit Keelan and Caleb Boone. I believe they've already taken their uh, official visit. Um, Marcus Watson will be on an official visit. Mike Miles, a class of 2020 prospect, will be on an unofficial visit. Are you ready for this? Are you sitting down, Ragu? I'm sitting. Bryce Thompson will be taking an official visit this weekend. Stud. Are, are you still sitting down? I need you to be sitting down. Devontae Davis will be taking his official visit. He's officially my favorite player in the class of 20. I know you love him. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's awesome. I thought he was undersized, um, but then I wrote an article about him, and he's like 6'2", 6'3". He's just skinny. Yeah. It's kind of deceptive. Like He looks really small, but he plays really big. I really like him. Uh, He's he's out of Arkansas. He has an OSU offer, four-star prospect. Um Rondell Walker, kid out of uh, Oklahoma, is taking an unofficial visit this weekend. He's a class of 2020. Uh, Henry Coleman is taking an official visit. He's a 2020 prospect. Uh, Devin Barnes, unofficial visit. He's 2021. Trey Alexander, I don't know if you know anything about him, but he's taking he's an unofficial. from Heritage Hall? Yeah. Yeah. I've got a buddy that coaches uh, I love him. football at Heritage Hall. Yep. Actually, two buddies, but they, uh, they've they been talking to me about him. He's for sure going to be a four- or five-star prospect. He's legit. Yeah. He's very legit. 
Um, He's twenty twenty one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just a a, stu- a stupid athletic wing. Um, I want to say he's like six 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 seven, um, but a professional scorer like Jason Tatum light can can get his own shot. I like that. Um, I I like him a lot. I think he's really good. He he already has an OSU offer. Um, believe he has an OU offer too. He's already got a bunch of opportunities on the table. I, we got him first though, right? We offered him first. I'll, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, Matt Stone, twenty twenty one, is taking an official. Uh, 2021 prospect Bijan Cortez is on an unofficial this weekend. And then uh, another 2021 uh, prospect, Wade Taylor, is taking an unofficial. So that is that is the list that I've compiled. I'll be posting this on the website tomorrow. But, hey, if people are listening now and they haven't checked out the article, you're getting some exclusive content. So Yeah, that's awesome. So a so, pretty good visitor list this weekend. They got a lot of uh, talented basketball recruits in town for homecoming. Basically, what you're telling the listeners is, if you see a group of six foot five dudes walking around, that's probably these guys. Yeah, holler at them. <laughs> holler at them for sure. Let them know. Let them know. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Uh, don't give him a hundred dollar handshake. Actually, I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't endorse that. But give him a high five or something. <laughs> yeah, just a high five. Everybody loves a high five. <laughs> Stare at the elbow. You never miss. Yes. Yes. Um, I want to get your quick take on 2019 prospects for OSU or commit specifically. Who is your favorite player in the class? In 19? Yes, 19. <sighs> you can't say likely. He's 2018, right? Yeah, I I think it's Watson. Yeah. I, I was a huge Avery Anderson guy, but Watson just – I know I've mentioned it like six times already, but his frame, I think that dude could get so big, like jacked, and who knows, he might grow another inch. So then you're talking about a Cam McGriff clone who might have a, even a little bit more hops and a little bit better shot. He does, for sure. So. Yes, and and who can definitely handle the ball better? No, I mean no shot in the grip. I'm just saying. Right. And when you add all that together, that's the best player on your team. Yep. Easily. Well, who's yours? Uh, Caleb Boone. Oh yeah, he yeah. he's awesome. My twin brother. <laughs> he's so good. I watched him this summer, and he had he almost had ten blocks in a single game. Like, he's so not, long. Not exaggerating. I believe he had seven blocks um, in one game. Like he's he's listed at six eight. He's probably closer to six ten, um, and not even two hundred pounds. So like he'll need to put on some weight before he gets to campus. I think to like actually make a strong impact. But I mean his his overall game like he can consistently hit three pointers, which is like pretty rare as is for a center. Um, he has a pretty respectable, like inside game, uh, despite being like what most people would say undersized, uh, and his shot blocking ability is just, it's, it's game changing truly. Like, I don't think OSU's had a elite shot blocker like Caleb since, um, I don't know, Keaton page, who is the best shot blocker that you remember for Oklahoma state Yeah, in recent years? Yeah. Sarcastic on the Keaton page, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they haven't really had – I mean, I, I guess Seema did pretty well last year blocking shots. Yeah. But 
yeah, recently they just haven't really had a big dominant presence down low who can you know, deter people from driving it to the basket, which has been a huge problem. Right. Um, He's going to fit OSU's system perfectly because OSU wants to funnel everything in the middle. They want to try and challenge you at the rim. And Caleb is perfect for that because he's just gonna he's gonna be sitting back there like a volleyball spiker, just throwing <laughs> stuff back at at people trying to come at him. So you're telling me this is probably gonna happen? Uh, we're gonna have a Caleb Boone blocked shot, perfectly placed into the hands of Avery Anderson. Takes a couple of dribbles and throws a half court alley oop to Marcus Watson for the slam. If that to be OU, I'm thinking about writing this down right now. I'm <laughs> I'm booking it. It is definitely happening. <laughs> I mean, no matter what, it's going to be one of the most athletic teams. Yeah, that Oklahoma State has ever had in Oklahoma State history. It, even if it doesn't end up being the best recruiting class, I think it'll be the most athletic. So yeah, I I'm I already want to fast forward to like 2021. <laughs> when this team is like experienced because I think this team is like obviously going to be athletic but like in 2020 when these kids are are freshmen or I guess 2019 they'll be freshmen but uh, they're just going to be maddeningly athletic but not productive so like <laughs> the sophomores that are the freshmen that are on campus now could be productive but when these guys are freshmen I just wonder if like I don't know if Caleb is going to be ready to contribute like right away You'll see some flashes from some of these young guys, and you'll be like, wow, these guys are going to be awesome. And then they're going to lay out like three points, five blocks, 12 turnover type stat lines. And you're going to be like, what in the world did I just why, – why did Boynton bring these guys in? But like long term, I think Boynton is building a program that is like legit going to be awesome. Yeah, um, that's when you hit That's when you hit people with a an Aaron Rodgers relax. Yeah. R-E-L-A-X. These guys are going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Who Who do you think is the best like long term NBA level prospect in this 2019 class? Man, I might have to go Watson again. Man, I, just love Watson. I love, I, I love Caleb Boone. I just I think I'm keying on the fact that he's got such a frail frame right now. Yeah. I want to see him a little bit more filled out and see what that does to his game overall. Yeah. If that affects his shot, if that you know affects anything else it should just enhance everything but i just like to see he's definitely got the i think he's got the highest upside but if you ask me right now which one of them i think i got to go with watson because he's i think he's got the most college ready and if you had to nba ready body yeah that's probably true i think i would go with watson but i have written down that i would go with keelan so i'm just gonna go with keelan like i think with keelan yeah like well, I like that. I I just think Keelan, like right now, is probably like technically the worst, uh, like prospect committed to OSU right now, and that's like he's not he's obviously not a bad player at all. Like he's he's averaging like twenty a game for Tulsa Memorial last season, so he's really talented. He's super raw, and I hate like it's a, almost like a cliche to call a a prospect raw, but. Like his offensive game needs some refinement. He needs to be better off the bounce. Um, his three point shot is is like somewhat uh, hit or miss, but he's very athletic, just like Caleb, just like Watson. I think if he can develop some of those like uh, rigid parts of his game, he could be awesome. Like I think he could be an NBA player, and I I obviously believe that about Watson and about Caleb. 
but Keelan is um, kind of an X factor. Like I think if he if he really like develops and grows into his own, he could be he could be awesome because he's got the frame. I mean, he's like six foot eight, uh, like two hundred pounds, really smooth overall. I think if he just develops some of those rigid parts of his game, he could be uh, like potential first or second round prospect. I, I think he's he's got a lot of potential. Are you talking about Caleb or Keelan? I'm talking about Keelan. Uh, man, I like I like it. I think I'm like all the way sleeping on Keelan right now, so I like that. I'm gonna need to I'm gonna need to turn my uh, focus yeah. around. No, when when I went to watch, I went and watched uh, Keelan and Caleb the summer, and Caleb obviously popped because he literally just like if you get in the paint, it's getting <laughs> spotted dominates. somewhere. Yeah. Um. So that was like obviously really impressive, and I definitely think Caleb has NBA potential, but. Keelan was Keelan was awesome too. Like he put up, I think it was twenty and twelve, like twenty points, twelve rebounds. He rebounds really well for his position. Like, um, plays plays a lot on the perimeter. Plays almost exclusively on the perimeter, and um, and the size that he has as kind of like a small forward prospect, I think is is going to be like really interesting to kind of see how it translates to the next. Uh, level at Oklahoma State because he's really really good on the outside like a, a above average uh, blocker above average rebounder for his position I just think I just think those uh, those skills are translatable more so than maybe he's getting credit for so so yeah that's my uh, that's that's my uh, rant on Keelan Boone um, I hope hopefully he'll send me a check in the mail for for that uh... <laughs> <laughs> no I like that a lot I mean that's that's a that's a solid take, and I think you know a lot of fans and listeners will like to hear that about one of the guys who's kind of going, I think, a little bit undernoticed with he is, his yeah. brother Watson and Avery Anderson. So I think that's cool. It's good. It's good stuff for sure. Yeah, I think I want to say I watched Avery. I don't know if he played against the Boone Twins, but he played in the same event that I watched the Boone Twins at, and uh, Avery Avery was pretty raw too. Like. I didn't think he was a great ball handler, but his athleticism definitely jumped out to me. Like he was dunking over people, um, kind of juking and jiving people on the perimeter. So overall, this I think this class is really talented. Um, I guess it's over, right? Like the 2019 class is is done. So they don't have any more spots, right? I mean, I thought it was over before Watson. So I wasn't I'm... convinced of that, though. <laughs> So I think now, yeah, I think now it's officially over. If Boynton signs someone else, I'm going to be like, what is going, is everybody going pro? Yeah. Is Dizzy going pro? So like right now, the situation is OSU is over the scholarship limit by one, correct? Yes. Yeah. So someone is going to presumably transfer at the end of the season or someone will be dismissed or Someone, I, I don't, something will happen, but um, OSU's recruiting class is four members. There's only three current open scholarships. So I don't anticipate there being any more commitments in the 2019 class. I saw Kai Kai, Kai, Kai Tandy uh, committed this weekend. Uh, Oscar Tishawabwe. Did I say that right? Yeah, the, the big man. Yeah, he committed to West Virginia, which was really mm-hmm. interesting, over Kentucky. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot of prospects in 2019 that are kind of off the board that I thought may be like fringe OSU, uh, targets. I think OSU is now moving to 2020. So 
be interesting to see kind of how uh, how OSU finishes this class, how uh, the 2019 roster looks like, and uh, who's on it and who's off it. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be fun. Yeah, I I, I presume that Michael Weathers will be with the team this season. Um, we'll see kind of how that plays out. I know he's he's suspended indefinitely. Um, for an incident that uh, that we reported on the site, but hopefully he'll be with the team. I think he could be one of the best players and uh, has a lot of potential. So I think that's all we got, man. You got anything yeah. else? No, that sounds good to me. Okay, all right. Well, um, we will see you this weekend, and uh, for all the listeners out there, look for uh, our Twitter accounts, uh, Dust Ragu. Is that right? Yeah, D-U-S-T-R-A-G-U. Okay, look for uh, Dust Ragu on Twitter, and uh, look for the Pistols Firing Twitter account for more updates on where to meet us on Saturday for homecoming. We would love to meet up with you, and uh, we will offer free refreshments. Hopefully there will be some food. I uh, If not, I will plead for someone to go and get me some food. <laughs> and it uh, should be a good weekend in, in Stillwater for homecoming. So look forward to seeing everyone. And uh, I guess we'll see you on Saturday, Regu. For sure. See you then, man. Okay. All right. Take care. See ya. Bye.